Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Special Report on Coronavirus Update. Up now, an excerpt from Fox Business Channel's Maria Bartiromo with author and former presidential advisor Steve Bannon. In this insightful interview, Bannon discusses the hard choices ahead for President Trump in battling the virus, what the data is telling him, and also in the last part of the interview, both Maria and Steve go into great detail and discussion about China's role in all of this and the political implications it poses moving forward. Now, here's what President Trump laid out yesterday. He's going to have one of the hardest decisions any president of this country has ever had in our history coming in the next couple of weeks. And I think what has, we have to do is, number one, is that to inform that decision and to start to look at outcomes, the first thing I think we have to do is that Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci and whoever the scientists are, we keep talking about the scientists, we've got to get into very precise language. I'm afraid right now we've got a lot of imprecision. And I believe what Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci have to do is put forward what is the government, what's the CDC, the task force, Dr. Burks, we have to see their model. Their set of metrics, you remember from Jack Welch, if you, if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. Now, we have these terrific models from the University of Washington and, and Columbia and Stanford, things we've been using on our show for months and months and months. But those are kind of outsiders that are also doing some and terrific work. But we need to see what the government's, what the government's uh, position is on exactly where these rolling waves are of these peaks. In addition, I think Dr. Burks keeps referring to this concept of full mitigation. I think we need to find, that needs to be definitional. We need to know what she means by full mitigation because the assumption they keep talking about in this model is to flatten the curve goes along this full mitigation. Look, the president's already basically shut down the country for 30 days and they're going to discuss what happens in early May. To me, if you're going to shut it down, and I'm going to continue to harp on this, is that let's shut it down. We've put this plan out to support the president called 30 days to basically cra- to save America or to crash this bug. And that requires no more air traffic of people into the United States. Cargo can come, but no more people flying into the United States. No domestic air travel. It's virtually shut down, but let's shut it all down. Even stop vehicular travel except for interstate commerce and logistics and medical emergency. Also put all 50 states under one uniform lockdown policy. Make it uniform. And let's make it as tough as possible because we're already taking the 30 days yeah. off. In addition, I think yeah. certain areas like New York City and, and, and New Orleans and, Chicago and, and Detroit have to be quasi-quarantined. And people just can't. I love New York City. I do a show up there. I've lived there. I love it. But New York City, we can't have people from New York flying to Puerto Rico, flying to South Florida. We have to quasi-quarantine that. In addition, and this is what gets the president the tools to unlock the country. We have to have the hydroxy has to be at a doctor's. We know from talking to doctors all day long, it's working for their patients. They have to, and the president opened right. up the, 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 uh, the supply chain yesterday. They have to be allowed to put that to their, their patients if they, if they think it's a prophylactic when they first come in the hospital. Hydroxy is clearly working for some doctor-patient relationships. Number two, we need yeah, mass that's the, testing. That, that's the hydrochloroquine. And that means, Hi- hydrochloroquine, yeah. Hi- 
hydrochloroquine needs to be on a doctor's basis. And we know from people in New York and around the country and also from around the world in France that it's working for those doctor-patient relationships. Let them take charge of it and let them do it. If it's working yeah. for them, let them do it. Number two, the, the testing, Look, the you, mass you, testing yep. has to be testing. Tr testing, tracking, and then quarantining of people that have it. And the last, and this was on Judge Janine last night, which was very powerful by the Admiral Giroux, I think it is, is that this antibodies test, the way we opened the country back up is we got to get mass distribution of the antibodies test because that's going to tell us who basically has herd immunity. That will give us the people that yep. can start to unlock the country. If we, if we do all of this and do it in a tough, hard way, the president's going to have some metrics. He's going to be able to make more, more informed decisions by better outcomes. Yeah. What, we, what we're really doing to flatten the curve when it comes to late April, early May, when he has to make these decisions, he's absolutely correct. The United States of America yeah. cannot be shut down for months and months and months. We have to see mm. the, the ridge on the other side of the chasm. And the way we do that, and the most yeah, important want, thing today is I believe... Yeah. I report, but also I think it's very important. Look, I've got a lot of confidence in Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci, but they, I think they have to come yes. forward. We have to see the metrics she's talked about. We built the model from the ground up. I, I can go online and see University of Washington. I can see right. all the ones, and these guys, the professors have done a great job. We need to see what the metrics are that she's looking at and that she thinks is success. That way we can yeah. make different decisions, policy decisions, to basically flatten this curve, or what I saw crash the curve, cr crash this virus by the end of April, early yeah. May. Yeah, no, I understand. And then at some point, we have to discuss China, and there must be accountability. We've got this China deception timeline here that I want to go through, because you've been so good on this and your pandemic special, your podcast, War Room. But I also have been calling this out now for months, the fact that, you know, one of the earliest known coronavirus patients fell ill in Wuhan in December. They sent the, the, the delegation of 50 people to the White House the next month, shook everybody's hand to do the phase one China deal. Then and they sent the largest delegation ever to Davos, 350 people, uh, and, and then they, they downplayed it. Now we understand there's some, some speculation here that China was actually cornering the market back in December for protective gear, for things like masks, gloves. You heard my conversation with Dr. Stephen Hahn at the FDA, how reliant on China we are. So here's what I've got in front of me. From January 24th to February 29th, the National Customs inspected and released 2.46 billion pieces of epidemic prevention and control materials with value. Among them, 2.4 billion pieces of protective equipment. The Chinese bought 2 billion masks and 25.38 million pieces of protective clothing in January. Why are they... China... The capacity to make masks in China, they make half of the world's supply already of masks in China. Why are they buying two billion masks in January before they even told the world about this crisis? Look, this is not about the Chinese people. This is not the Chinese virus. It's not the Wuhan virus. It's not the COVID-19. That's right. It's the this Chinese is the CCP virus. It's part, this is the CCP's virus. The, the good and decent people, and the Chinese people are among the most good and decent people on earth. It's the people in Wuhan, in Ubei province, that bore the brunt of this and were basically destroyed. Okay? The Chinese Communist Party, we know, knew about this from at least late December, and in all probability from early December, they knew, and they knew it wasn't about the market. Okay? They knew it, and I'm not saying but we should have a full investigation that it came from the p4 lab or that it came from the cdc p4 the p2 lab in wuhan 
That's all to be adjudicated later under an investigation. But we know for a fact that they knew that there was a patient zero that this came from. And most importantly, because the Taiwanese have told yeah. us this, they knew there was human-to-human -human transmission. On January 14th, the World Health Organization put out a tweet that said after consultation with the senior health ministers of the Chinese Communist Party, they had told them there was no there was no human-to-human uh, -human transmission. That's exactly right. The WHO uh, is protecting China and the Chinese Communist Party. That's right. Uh, Steve Bannon, it is great to talk with you. You've been listening to Special Report on the Coronavirus Update podcast featuring today's news highlight, featuring Maria Bartiromo's interview with Steve Bannon earlier today on the Fox Business Channel. For the latest news and statistics on the coronavirus, follow our podcast and also join us online for all things coronavirus at candidlyspeaking.net.